Radio. Hey everybody, this is Steve. I just wanted to let you know that for all the latest on our podcast, uh, hit us up at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, we're also on Patreon if you want to check that out. But our homepage is with the Age of Radio Network at ageofradio.org slash everything I learned from movies. And if you're looking for some amazing art, check out my wife's Etsy page at untidyvenus.etsy.com. All kinds of great stuff there. Also, follow us at PodCartFest, that's P-O-D-C-A-R-T-F-E-S-T, for our periodic art and podcasting festival that we're going to be hosting. It's, uh, it's actually pretty cool. Check it out. So yeah, on that note, let's get to the show. Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one last plot holes a gratuitous boobies It's time to get busy With your friend Steven Izzy There's an army of bodies under this river Criminals reaching up to welcome me as one of their own was an easy mistake to make. The devil is building his army. Max Payne is looking for something that God wants to stay hidden. And that's what makes him more dangerous. Remember when you were a kid and you'd hold your breath when you run past the gravy hunt? Leave that man alone. When the people a man needs get taken away from him, you can't ever go back to who you were before. Yeah. yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned From Movies. And tonight! Oh, tonight. Uh, we are continuing Marky March with 2008's Max Payne. Oh, but babe, we are not alone for this oh, video game adaptation. Oh, thank God. We subjected somebody else to this horror. Right. Uh, <laughs> just to verify that it's real. But we have Eddie <laughs> Ping the Axe with us. Welcome, Eddie. Yay! Hey, guys. So glad to be here. How y'all doing? Oh, welcome back. Uh, at the time of this here recording, <laughs> I'm still recovering from surgery, so. Oh, yeah. fun. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> You could also call her Max Payne. <laughs> but I'm off the big painkiller, so that means I can drink. That's right. Nice. <laughs> oh, babe, you got something to drink over there? Speaking of, uh, we have from Record Street Brewing in Reno, Nevada, Devil's Haircut Bach. Yeah. 7% alcohol by volume. It's got a sexy devil lady fueling up at an old-fashioned... Uh, gas pump? Uh, gas pump, Yeah. Uh, we actually went to Record Street Brewing when we were in Reno. It's awesome. Guys, go have some pizza. Chat up the beer nerds. It's great. Yeah. Gonna pop this bock. Uh-huh. Ah, my bock! <laughs> and the pour. Ooh. 
Ooh, it's a beautiful golden brown color, a little bit of a reddish to it. Has an off-white foamy head, lots of tiny bubbles dissipating quickly. Bubbles dissipating quickly. It smells super fresh, like it's oh, a little wow. bit malty. Just a hint of hop note, super, super clean smelling. Yeah, really malt forward. Yeah, not as high octane as a standard, um, like, double box, obviously. But well, because that would be a double box. Well, yeah, but even a normal <laughs> box has a little more, slightly more of a hot bite than yeah, this a typical is, one. But, I feel like yeah. this is a very traditional box. We've been drinking a lot of West Coast box. Oh, that's true. That's true. But yeah, real, yeah. real smooth, mm-hmm. easy drinking. Good uh, balance. 7% alcohol by volume. Oh, 7%. Oh, man. Sneaky. Mm-mm-mm. Eddie, you drinking anything on your end? Indeed I am. I'm actually having a um, premium brewed from the Miller Brewing Company in Milwaukee, (laughs) Miller High Life. Uh, It is the champagne of beers. It's in a 12 ounces container. Wait wait a minute. I'll say that's Are they a... really the champagne of beers? I thought that was uh, Coors. No, no, no. Miller's the champagne of beers. Oh, is Coors oh, is the banquet yeah. beer. Oh, according, that's right. That's right. According to this label, it is the champagne of beers. And it is uh, that that expression is a copywritten expression. So <laughs> they literally are the champagne of beers. It's got a nice uh, no flavor and uh, it takes a bit, but you can get drunk on it. I assure you. <laughs> I'll say uh, you're drinking my dad's favorite beer. You could probably finish off a six-pack by by 10 a.m. Yeah, and then on the back end of that, I've got a Kugel's Harvest Patch Shandy. Ooh. Which is brewed with honey. So, uh... Kugel's are hit or miss. You're going to have to let us know how that one goes. Yeah, will do. Will do. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, uh, my dad actually had a Miller belt buckle, probably still does, like my entire life. So nice. it's debating whether my first word was beer when I pointed at it or bird. Because <laughs> I did refer to eagles as beer for a very long time, apparently, as a kid. <laughs> there you go. Eddie, you know what your first words were? No idea. No idea. Uh, it was probably some sort of an obscenity, I would imagine. Um... Pussy. Pussy. <laughs> he said, fuck the shit and crawled back under his blankies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah, fuck. And then it was done. <laughs> see what was yours uh i've been told it was uh there was like a plumber over at the house or something working on the sink and i went over and said what you doing and that was apparently the first thing i'd ever said huh Aww, my cousin well, so like full sentences even though i probably didn't know what it meant <laughs> my, my cousin amy did that she was like sort of slow to talk like she was six months after when most kids talk and then uh her and her brother were fighting over some toys and we were all there, and my aunt like looks at her and was just like, "What do you want?" And she's like, "I want the ball." <laughs> oh, <laughs> she, Jeff, give her the ball. <laughs> she hasn't shut up since. Am I right? <laughs> I'll be Eddie Sandboard for a while. No, <laughs> I know. Yeah, we're on a different uh, medium here, so I don't have my soundboard available to me, unfortunately. Uh... All right, well, yeah. I'll try to fill in where I can. Okay, <laughs> sounds good. Steve is my soundboard. Yeah, see, not, not a lot of uh, careless whispers probably in this movie, but uh, we'll see. There's a lot of carelessness. <laughs> That's for uh, damn sure. Well, so 2008's Max Payne from director John Moore. Who's he, Steve? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Um, he actually made some decent movies, believe it or not. Uh, Behind Enemy Lines, mm-hmm. Flight of the Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Omen remake in 2006, 
this and then uh a good day to die hard the the jai courtney one that will forever live in infamy because it's horrible uh it which uh i haven't seen but apparently it's pierce brosnan and like an evil facebook corporation or something like that or okay. i don't know what but uh and apparently in pre-production a movie called american hostage Oh my. Which has absolutely no information on IMDb other than that. So, something to look forward to, I guess. I yeah. <laughs> yeah. John Moore, I could go for a little John Less. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, he can't be completely responsible for this because screenplay is from Bo Thorne. Who's he, Steve? I wish I could tell you more, but this is the only thing he's written. <laughs> All right. And it makes a lot of sense. Uh, <laughs> but this, of course, based on a video game by Sam Lake, uh, who basically did the Max Payne video games. Uh, Eddie, did you play the Max Payne video games? I did, actually. They're very good. Um, they're, they're made by Remedy Entertainment, the video game company. And Remedy makes a lot of really good stuff. They make, um, shit, what's the latest one? Alan Wake, which is one of my favorite horror games, like, ever. And they uh, just made another one that's Control. Um, Alan Wake is really good if you want to play, like, imagine you're in Twin Peaks meets, like, a little bit of a zombie flavor on it. And uh, Control is about, like, this weird government agency going out trying to, like, capture these anomalies and stuff. But, you know, Remedy's a very good company. They made the original Max Payne franchise. And, and they're, they're decent games, I mean. Nice. And it's, uh, like, like a shooter, bullet time, I'm assuming, kind of... awkwardly paced uh kind of franchise that's really the whole like conceit with the max Payne is he has the ability to use this this special power that puts things into bullet time so there is kind of a i guess a reasoning for what they're doing in the movie a little maybe i don't know so much about the gargoyle demons in the games but you know okay that was gonna be my next question about the uh, gargoyle (laughs) valkyrie angel things and uh, no if if he just like popped a pill crank style and it slowed down time or no uh dread style yeah no so i only played the first max Payne game i don't remember any sort of like drugs that you use to super enhance your abilities there was actually a really interesting game on a playstation though called haze that toyed with the idea oh, yeah, of super yeah. soldiers that, that yeah used a drug to to power them up but there were some other other twists in there that i won't spoil Ooh. Yeah. all right and uh control is also created by sam lake so yeah that makes sense with the, yep. the same company there mm-hmm. uh, but in this movie we of course have sir marcus Wahlberg as max Payne. <laughs> i'm sorry who uh mark marky mark oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Mia Kunis as Mona Sachs. Oh, we got one in there. Oh, and Steve legit did not believe Mia Kunis was in this movie. He's like, no, yeah. she's doing real things, right? That's not her. They just got a lookalike? Yeah. Just... Not her strongest performance, I'll say. Yeah. Look, well... she was giving this movie as much effort as this movie was giving her. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Uh, speaking of effort, we have Bo Bridges as B.B. Hensley, of course. <laughs> Bo Bridges Hensley. Come on, Steve. <laughs> what was really funny is when uh, when Donald Loge came on screen, uh, Izzy said something like, isn't it great that the dude's brother is in this movie? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, just wait. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chris Ludacris Bridges as Jim Bravura. Who's he, Steve? Uh, Luda. <laughs> well you Never just throw it to him movie. that's all you need to know 
<laughs> oh, Eo and uh, Tej from the Fast and Furious franchise. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, is he the unfunny one? <laughs> no, that's Tyrese. He's... Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> that's all of them? I don't know. Uh, yeah, Donald Loge, Olga Kirilenko, because there's a hitman in this movie? I don't know. Um, and Chris O'Donnell out of nowhere. I was like, what the fuck is Robin doing in this movie? <laughs> oh, and Steve was like, is that is that Robin? And I was like, I, I don't pay attention to the Robins. <laughs> You're going to have to yeah. tell me. <laughs> yeah. Poor Robin. Yeah, so so star-studded cast. Um, <laughs> and, and as we mentioned, we... we uh, Thanks to our Entertain Mart mystery boxes, we're privy to the unrated director's cut of this movie. Thanks, Entertain Mart. Uh, how did you watch this one, Eddie? Uh, I watched it on the Blood Bank, actually. Ooh, what's yeah. the Blood Bank? Well, the Blood Bank is if you join my Patreon at patreon.com forward slash bloody bits, you can get access to over 3,000 movies, a bunch of TV shows, and that kind of stuff. Um, you also, you didn't mention Nelly Furtado's in this. Oh, is she? Yeah, she plays uh, Krista Balder. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. I, I think I know what you're talking about. I, like, I think about it. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess. I'm just looking at Internet Movie Database, and that's the only other name I recognize. So, I, I figured she would be like one of the angels, because she's like a bird. She's got to uh, play with. You got me as I was taking a drink. That's, I'll, <laughs> I'll give you that one. <laughs> Eddie, you could totally be like, I have no idea what, what that reference yeah, is. No clue. Never heard of it. I would love if Eddie had no, no idea. idea what that was. Yeah. Yeah, no thanks, idea excuse me, I'm going to turn out Thank the you. lights. Turn out the lights. Ah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, the 90s. All right, so then <laughs> the movie starts. And okay, we had just watched Pain and Gain where it started with Marky Mark narration saying <laughs> that he believes in fitness and America and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so when he started with, I believe in pain, I believe in fear. I believe in death. I'm like, holy shit, is this a pain and game prequel? What, what was going oh, on I straight here? up was like, so does every Marky Mark movie start out with him believing in stuff? <laughs> That's a yeah. good question. It's You know, it's been a while since I saw his uh, uh, M. Night Shyamalan movie. The I don't I don't know what, yeah, the happening. Where I nothing happens. I believe in grass. I believe in bees. He heard about these bees? <laughs> I believe in numbers. Yeah. Yeah, so. I believe in hot dogs. <laughs> oh god uh, hashtag deep cut <laughs> uh, so yeah we start off and he's saying all this while he's uh, drowning in a frozen river of corpses okay yeah. okay. Mm-hmm, I feel mm-hmm. like we, we're doing the whole uh, end of the second act and then we're gonna go back and see how we got to <laughs> I bet you're wondering how a guy like me got in a river like this yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, they take this movie so much more seriously than this movie should be taken. It's very funny. Is it the tone of the video games or something? Like, I mean, the video games have a pretty serious tone. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the storyline is very similar in the fact that it's this guy who you know has this this uh, bone to pick with some people. But yeah. like, the, the just just a, a real quick note while I was watching this, it. It reminded me of how lucky we really are nowadays. Like, they did something very similar to this called John Wick. Yeah. But it's like they actually did fight choreography and, like, trained people how to do things with weapons and shit. This is what happens if you don't put in any of the legwork. So (laughs) that's what this is. 
Yeah, it, it was like, yeah, the, the story is, yeah, very similar to John Wick. And it's also like they're trying to pull off a Sin City because everything looks like it's pulled out of a fucking yeah. comic book and yeah. oversaturated and super fucking slow at some points. Like, uh, well, like we'll say it later, there was like a two minute establishing shot of him walking into a storage unit. Oh my god, there's like a like a 10 <laughs> Mississippi of him just bending backwards. Oh, more than Oh that. god, yeah. yeah. It's like, the oh my god, I wanted to like hurt myself. The scene took so fucking long. <laughs> and it's like dead silent too, so I'm just like, do something! <laughs> <laughs> We're like throwing things at our TV. <laughs> We're not done quite yet. Um, <laughs> no, we'll yeah, we get a little flashback of... Uh, you know, him, a dead chick and a baby and mumbling about something. It was like, okay, I'm guessing his wife and kid are dead. All right. One week earlier. <laughs> yeah. And it's, well, they, they show up at the one week earlier building because it appears to be a sign on a building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like red, like letters just into the brick. Yeah. <laughs> Very dumb. We're yeah. graffiti in this town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, we meet the uh, the desk clerk in the cold case file area, and uh, once you know it, it's Marky Mark. <laughs> and uh, we kind of see it like like he's being I don't know like the new detective or is being introduced to him. He's like, "Hey, we should go uh, grab a beer or something later." And Marky Mark's just not interested. It's like his brother Donnie asked him out for a beer or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, this this well and the new guy is told like this is like don't talk to anybody here this is like the island of misfit toys i guess for the police like yeah everybody here has got a bad story and he's like well what's what's his bad story to marky mark and they're like well the funky bunch left him and now he's got <laughs> nothing uh i mean no don't don't ask i mean he was once nominated for academy award but ever since then i mean yeah. Ever since the big hit, it's been nothing. <laughs> really has, man. Here he's doing an M Night movie next. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, that might pick up his career. That might. <laughs> it worked for that Bruce guy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So then, uh, I guess after work, he goes into the subway, and there's like these three thug crackheads or whatever following him. Yep. These are really good, like cast crackheads. By the way, they—I mean, they—they've got the look, they've got the like the movement. I'll give them—I'll give them credit. Oh, probably these guys the best have done crack. Yeah, yeah, probably <laughs> the best actors in the movie. Also, yeah, like you said, probably uh, is the actual crackheads. So yeah, yeah. And then, like these crackheads are in the cleanest bus station I've ever seen in my <laughs> yeah. life, and I've been to Japan. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, whatever city this what city is this set in? By the way, did we ever get that? Was it New York? Uh, Metro. This is in Ontario. Oh, sorry, not where they filmed it. Oh, oh, Toronto. Oh, okay, got it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, basically, he goes into the bathroom and uh, there's like a ticking watch thing, and basically, he becomes the equalizer for like two minutes and like, right? knocks these guys yeah, out, and I, he starts like shooting. There's one guy like crawling through the stalls, and he's like shooting the locks to open the doors and i'm like that's that's not how you do that <laughs> you're just that's wasting very, bullets you only got like six <laughs> that's unnecessary just kick it open yeah but uh but eventually he gets the one guy cornered and pulls out the picture of the wife like what do you know about this what do you know about this girl some shit like that and then that dude like i don't know that the guy is definitely on some form of a hallucinogen because his answers make absolutely no sense 
<laughs> he's like, fire it up fire it up <laughs> like who is this the crow come on <laughs> yeah <laughs> Evil dark um, forces trickling through the drain, man. What, what, what's that got to do with this chick? Cause like, yeah. all right, never mind. You got more problems than I do. I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. So you know, like the third guy, he's like running down the subway tracks because that's how you escape, not just back yeah. up the stairs from whence you came. Uh, and uh, and then what happens from there, Eddie? Well, he he goes to catch a train, but I think it catches him. Yeah. <laughs> he just gets fucking splatted oh that's pretty good I, I like that i was like a guy getting run over by a subway train yeah, yeah just a good flap sound <laughs> yeah a lot of wet sounds in this movie yeah like like, like there's definitely somebody like punching ground beef or something you know mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe they're punching a wall burger hey there we are <laughs> and, and like before that too like there's the the like shadows and it looks like i, I have written down is he being attacked by a fucking angel and then yeah the train comes out of nowhere and hits on uh, we've been watching a lot of supernatural unfortunately and uh it's a lot of those kind of effects <laughs> ah gotcha yeah so then we go to a party at what i've written down as uh charlie's uncle from sunny philadelphia is yeah. having a party <laughs> <laughs> that is not a party you want to go to, let me tell you. You know what? It doesn't even matter if they hand you a sealed drink. You're still fucked. Yeah, like, you're like, no, no, I brought my own, bro. You got a little water bottle in your pocket or something. Yeah. Uh, but we see, we meet uh, Natasha, played by Olga Kirilenko, who, I mean, as in every role, is the kind of sexy Russian prostitute chick. Or yeah. hand around. I, I don't know what you <laughs> describe this character as, but... Yeah, she's she's like you know talking to Marky Mark, and then uh, and then Mia Kunis comes out of left field and steps in and is like, I'm expecting to be like, my name's Peppa Jack, and you need to talk to Peppa Jack before you talk to one of my hoes. <laughs> oh, that would have been great. Right. Uh, so we find out it's her sister, and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, her sister is her pimp. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, keep it in the family. <laughs> who who are you gonna trust, right? That's true. That's I mean, you know, that happens so often, though, you know, is somebody will get like a good thriving business. And instead of hiring really qualified people, they just hire family. You have to imagine some pimps are doing that. <laughs> Nepapipinism or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> that's a tongue twister. <laughs> that's my sister, bitch. Uh, yeah. So so, yeah, he, uh, Marky Mark's like following. I. I don't know, was it like some dude or whatever, and basically follows him to the sex and drug dungeon of the the party. And I'm like, okay, yeah. this is yeah. You thing. know, you have like a coat room. They have a, a fuck room. Yeah, <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Uh, and he's like noticing like everybody's got like these little wing tattoos like on their forearms, and uh, they're like popping these uh, vials of like this drew uh, blue drug. I, I guess it's Windex? blue magic or something. Yeah, they're know. doing the. Uh, the first new pigment found for paint in 600 years. Forget what it's called. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, and then there's like a bunch of shadows for some reason. And then, uh, yeah, he goes home and uh, Natasha comes with him because, you know, she's Natasha. Yeah. And uh, and she starts stripping. Yeah, she just gets naked immediately. Yeah. Yeah, well, she's still got the shoot, the... the Thigh high boots on though, so you know. Well, it's in case you need to leave real quick. 
Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I was just thinking of her running out, uh, basically just wearing the boots, and I'm like, okay, in this movie, it's either always snowing a little bit, or it's a mm-hmm. torrential downpour outside. Yes. Like, the entire mm-hmm. week that this movie takes on. Yes, this happens during Snowmageddon, Steve. Okay. <laughs> so I guess that makes sense. Then you want to have your boots on, because you don't want your feet to get wet, you know? You can yeah. run out there butt naked, but... I mean, these boots are made for walking. <laughs> yeah, she, those are basically her high-heeled galoshes or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, everybody knows if you're cold, put on a hat and some socks. Knee-high boots are just fancy socks. There you go. That's true. You don't need anything else. That's there's. It's never put on another sweater. It's always just put on a hat and boot, a hat and socks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she's a uh, you know she she's got the sheet kind of over over the the important bits. We'll say. And uh, so she is wearing underpants because I was like, oh, so they're not going to have sex, just like in most movies. Well, <laughs> well, they're definitely not going to have sex when she says, like, ah, oh, bang me like your dead wife. And I'm like, what? Oh, God. Yeah, that's you. you can just call me by your name. And I'm like, well, now that is very presumptuous. There. Yeah. Uh, Natasha, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Marky Mark kindly asks her to leave and she does, you know, under... Under some, I'm assuming like Russian swearing or something, and uh, you know she's walking out in the alley. She's got her clothes back on, so you know she doesn't get frostbite. Um, and then these shadowy gargoyle things start showing up, and she screams, and that's the end of that scene. All right. <laughs> I said that all adds up. You know, you get rejected for sex, you leave, and a demon swoops down and gets you. <laughs> that's right, ladies. <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> It's the implications. Yeah. Um, exactly. <laughs> uh, so the next morning, uh, uh, Marky Mark meets up with, I, I don't know, the police captain or whatever. And is like, oh, yeah, that's right. And is like his ex-partner, Alex, played by uh, Donald Logue. And they uh, go to the crime scene of Natasha's, you know, since it's like a block away from where Marky Mark lives. And, uh, yeah, they have a whole dramatic scene outside of a bar, like in the pouring rain. And it's like... <laughs> Like, oh, you never should have left. Oh, man, I, you, you quit looking for her to kill her. Like, no, I didn't, man. No. It's like, okay, drama. Who cares? Skip. Yeah, the the whole bit is that, like, the, <clears throat> what's her name? Natasha stole uh, his wallet, right? And so we found his wallet next to her, her dead body. Oh, yeah. So that's why the, the partner is like, hey, buddy, you, what the hell is your wallet doing here with this uh, this damn dead prostitute? pieces yeah (laughs) well obviously i had a prostitute she stole my wallet and then she got torn apart by gargoyles or something right yeah i i I turned her down for sex and she fell to pieces we've all been there (laughs) yeah (laughs) i guess what i'm trying to say is just say yes no (laughs) exactly (laughs) what i've been saying for years Uh, but, and like through this, like uh, Alex mentions something about the, the the wing tattoos matching with like the the ex uh, the the dead wife's case or something like that. Technically, it is an ex wife if you think. Yeah, about it. <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, it's till, ladies, till death, he's back on the market. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he also mentions like, oh yeah, last two calls were to a guy named Owen Green. Um, I don't know, it was like left him a voicemail by Alex or something. I don't know. Uh, but then we go to Alex's apartment and the door, he goes to Alex's apartment and the door's kicked in. 
and <laughs> I said, Marky Mark is beaten down by shoddy editing. <laughs> yeah, oh, God. Yeah, it's pretty freaking terrible, man. <laughs> Just gets the shit kicked out of him. And then it's funny, though, because, like, he, he fires off a couple of shots first, right? Bow, bow, yeah, bow. yeah, yeah. And then he wakes up, and immediately I'm like, oh, okay, he had a nightmare, right? This was, like, some PTSD thing for his wife. No, he's in the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> like, he did get the shit beat out of him. By who, by what, no one knows. So, yeah, I was wondering, because you were talking about, you saw the director's cut. I was wondering if the director would have left in, like, something that would have made this scene make sense. Nope. But apparently, no. Okay, fine. Well, it was basically just, like, <laughs> zoomed in shot of, like, his eyes and stuff as there's, like, thunk noises, and he fires off a couple rounds. And then, yeah, fade to black, and I'm like, well, shit, that was a short movie. And then it comes yeah. back in the hospital, and it's like, oh, okay. I guess. Oh, that is one thing I will say about this movie. It is not short. No. For sure. <laughs> I got, oh, man, there's a part we got to. We'll, we'll, we'll get to it. And I looked at the time that was left and I fell. <laughs> like, I Jesus. fell on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Can you at least cut this up into like 40 minute episodes <laughs> or something? Yeah. Anything. Anything. One 40 minute episode would have been great. Yeah, <laughs> you know, if you take out the slow mo and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep, it, it's a nice episode of Law and Order. That's all I'm saying. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, in the hospital, uh, we meet Bo Bridges. You know, BB, who I guess was his dad's ex partner, and he's basically like, "Yeah, it looks like you got the shit beat out of you." Oh, by the way, your ex partner Alex is dead. Yeah, and everybody at the at the station thinks you did it. Yeah. He's like, well, wait, what? Why? Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, well. Well, I you guess know, because you were lying there, I guess, in his apartment, beaten to shit. So, yeah. you know, I well, guess he did it. I don't know. I mean, I guess, like, be, because we, we see how good the cops are at literally solving any sort of a crime in this fucking town. Right? Yeah. Like... I mean that that's why we've got so many people that are working the cold case department with with Marky Mark like so so they they were just like oh well, it's clearly whoever the nearest person in, is in proximity that that's the guy that did it case closed <laughs> yeah um, and then I have something about uh, Robin reading the newspaper that's right Chris O'Donnell comes into the movie and. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, because we get exposition via the newspaper, which is always good. Oh, yeah. It never you know? dates a movie, that's for sure. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Max and BB, they go to Azir Pharma, which is, I guess, where his wife, uh, you know, his dead wife used to work. And I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, and BB's the head of security there. That's why they're there, because I had no yeah. idea why they went to this place. <laughs> Well, because they they because the wake of his dead partner happens to be the day that he wakes up out of his coma. I don't know. I mean, like, how long was he under? Because yeah, typically, like a week, somebody right? dies. Yeah, they give they they give a little bit of time for the family to to prepare and everything. But no, they they were ready to go. I guess they had all of his shit ready for him. So it was just like pull the ripcord, time for the wake. And uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that, oh, go ahead. So the yeah. issue is that that all of Max Payne's clothes were dirty. So they had to go to Bo Bridges' office where he, he keeps not only like a full wardrobe of things that, that by the way, Mark, Marky Mark and, and Bo Bridges are wearing the same size tailored suits. Yeah. So that's something. But he also keeps the biggest collection of guns I've seen since my basement. Yeah. It's insane. Uh, Eddie the Gat. 
Yeah. So, <laughs> okay, but but and I know I'm going off on a tangent here, but just real quickly, Max Payne is a cop. His father was a cop. His father was the partner of Bo Bridges, who quit being a cop and became the head of security at a pharmaceutical company where Max Payne's wife worked. Mm-hmm. Are Small there? I, I yeah. Are there two jobs in this fucking town? <laughs> is there just the pharmaceutical company? Uh, uh, the weird dance club from the uh, Matrix where they had the rave and, and then the police. Is that all there is? Yeah. I mean, I was waiting for uh, to find out that the uh, the dead wife was like his daughter or something like Bo Bridges daughter or right? something like that. Yeah, that would have made more sense. And I forgot the other business, which is the uh, shipping container docks. Oh, yeah, the, the storage, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's coming up, Jesus. That's uh, it, yeah. Oh, yeah, so yeah. He, he goes to his buddy's wake, and, like, his wife slaps Marky Mark, and I'm like, uh, it, it, she says something like, what have you done? What have you done with your life? Bring misery to all those around you. And it's like, um... I, I don't know, I was a cop for a while, and then my wife was murdered, and I've been trying to hunt well, down her killer ever since. Okay, so 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 you guys, Stephen Izzy, you guys are doing an entire month of his movies, right? Oh, Would yeah. you say he's done nothing but bring pain and misery to your life? <laughs> no, no, because 1998's The Big Hit is a highly enjoyable movie. Fair, that is a very good one, and Boogie Nights is phenomenal. I didn't and, hate and Contraband. Yeah, Contraband was okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Ted Ted was mildly enjoyable. Never watched it. Oh, the other guys. There we go. Him and Will Ferrell. Ah, there you go. Yeah, other guys is good. Oh, he- here we go. We can we can ask Eddie. Eddie, is there a Marky Mark movie that does not involve kidnapping? Ooh. Um <laughs> I'm looking over it. Oh man. So <laughs> He's going to be in the $6 billion man as Steve Austin here soon. Oh, shit. Is that really going to happen? Yes, it is going to happen. Oh, shit. I but is he don't... kidnapped and turned into the $6 billion man? Mm. Or is this like lover going to be kidnapped at some point? Yeah. So shooter there was. Rockstar. I don't think anybody was I told kidnapped you. in Rockstar. I told you okay. Rockstar was okay. the only one. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I was like, okay. I was even like, like Boogie Nights, they kidnapped a, a teenage yep, girl yep. or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And there was definitely people held against their will at gunpoint by Doc Ock, so. Yes, true, true. Yeah, I, I think Rockstar, I think we got it, buddy. Hey, yeah, we found one. <laughs> uh, so what happens? Oh, yeah, then we meet Luda, uh, who's the, I guess, internal affairs detective or whatever. Yeah, uh, Jim Bravura. <laughs> yeah, the the most, like, drunken name I've heard in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Like we had to pause it when it showed like his name on the uh, on the dorks. So we're like, right? Bra- bra- bravura, bravura, you know what? <laughs> He's Luda. Yeah. We're just gonna go with that. <laughs> like, is this like a luxury line of televisions from Sony? What's going on here? <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, he interrogates uh, about you know Natasha's dying and yeah, who gives a shit? Um. Yeah. And then, yeah, what happens from here? He go, oh yeah, Marky Mark like basically gets up from the interrogation, goes to Alex's office, and then just like locks the door behind him as everybody's like, "Hey, hey, you can't go back there." Hey, yeah, hey, hey, <laughs> hey he's not carnival personnel. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fucking shit. Yeah. Oh god. He starts like rummaging through the files, and he sees like you know little 
post-its and notes about like the tattoos and owen green and i'm Dude, like and it's literally connections that he already made yeah like, i was like wait didn't he already like leave a voicemail he, about all this <laughs> well no i'm just saying like marky mark noticed all of this in the fucking club because yeah. he saw everybody with the blue vials of shit and all of the dumb fucking wing tattoos and then he he himself also got figured out about the the last two calls yeah like remember they were already talking about this i'm like okay cool i guess for the viewer it's it's helpful you know you just have to keep reminding people that you're watching a movie because i don't know maybe you you, you've stopped paying attention well maybe it was originally cut into like 40 minute segments and so it's like previously on max Payne. Oh, like it was like a like a Netflix miniseries kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, just like a little twenty-five minute episode. That would have made more sense <laughs> back in two thousand eight, before there really was a Netflix like yeah. there is today. So back sure. when Netflix was good. Wait, yeah, <laughs> Netflix used to be good, dude. When they when oh. they first started streaming, mm-hmm. the stuff that they had up there was they ridiculous. Had they yeah. had everything. There was our... nothing else. They had everything. It was all in one spot for what, like four dollars yeah. a month? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. And that's yeah. where I saw. That's the first place I saw the uh, trauma documentary Jeff Town. Which that's if you haven't seen that, go go watch it. Jeff we Town. haven't seen that one. We saw the one about the uh, Toxic Avenger, like the making okay. of. And... So this is a documentary. This isn't like a trauma made or produced documentary. This is just back because, you know, trauma, they don't just make movies. They also produce them like Cannibal the Musical, etc. Yeah, yeah. So some somebody decided it'd be very, very interesting to find a uh, person that they knew who um, <clears throat> is a, a, an adult man with Down syndrome. Who was also a horrible human being. And they just did a documentary about this guy. Like, he's the craziest person I've ever heard. Because they're like, so Jeff, have you, are you still hanging out with that uh, prostitute? And he's like, no. And then they're like, why? And he's like, well, because she put the drugs in my arms and made me feel bad. And it's like... He, there's just this poor down syndrome dude's like hanging out with hookers and doing heroin like what the hell is going on (laughs) and this is a documentary by trump and this was on netflix like (laughs) (laughs) wow totally different time totally different company nice let's find that now (laughs) yeah it's on the blood bank oh well shit there we go that's where i'll find it (laughs) there you go uh, speaking of finding it, so yeah, he's got this information. Now he's gonna jump out the window as the cops kick down the door, and he goes to a, a bar down the alley or whatever. I don't know. Well, it's uh, like a diner because he has to go. He has to go for whatever reason to meet BB, right? Yeah, yeah. Which? Why? I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But yeah, he's like walking down an alley somewhere, and then. Uh, Mia Kunis comes out of nowhere with an Uzi and gets the drop on him. Yeah. And then there's some angsty talking because she's like, oh, you killed my sister in like some horrible kind of Russian-esque accent. And he's like, hey, I see. Hey, bro, I just need to find this Owen Green guy and then we can find the killer, right? <laughs> no, he actually doesn't use the Marky Mark accent in this movie at all. He's trying to do the. He's trying to do something dark. And yeah. Real. He gets his supernatural voice on. That's right. Uh, Which, by the way, guys, if, you ha- if you've if you ever seen even one episode of Supernatural, 
Look up Mishka Collins, the guy who plays Misha Collins, the guy who plays uh, Cass. Look him up talking in his regular voice. <laughs> oh, fun stuff. I've yeah. I've not heard, I've I've seen a couple episodes of Supernatural. My wife loves that show, but oh, um, yeah, the whole he, show, even like a few of them where he like he, so he's like an angel or something, and then like he gets turned back into a human for a while, and he uses his quote unquote human voice. No, we we were live for an interview with him. His voice is higher than mine. Oh. It's adorable <laughs> and it's really sweet. And I'm not shaming him at all, but that whole show is just guys talking like this and being really brutal. And in real life, he's like, "Hi guys, I'm Misha Collins." <laughs> That's rules. Good for him, man. <laughs> and I also have to say that you, you two doing the Marky Mark voice here probably more effort than he put into this movie. <laughs> probably. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. That's <laughs> your mother. Yeah. Um. Yeah, what happens? Yeah, they go into this building, go to the top floor, and there's Owen Green just, I don't know, just screaming into the void. Yeah, he he did one of those things where you rent the apartment that's got like, you know, some of them have an open floor plan. This has got like an open wall plan. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What Uh, the hell is this? (laughs) This is just a a thing in movies. I really want to see the scene that establishes them removing that section of the building. Like, how does that take place? Yeah, it, it's either a bunch of people with sledgehammers or it's like, oh, yeah, there was a big gas explosion here like five years ago. But then uh, we kind of clean the soot it. off or, a little bit. Or they're adding on to the building where he's standing was the roof. They decided to add a few more levels. Oh, they, they just came in mid construction. OK, and they oh, just okay. kind of brick okay. around it and kind of like yeah. <laughs> go to a point in the center. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So when they're, when they're... <laughs> He's like, you know what? I'm going to pay to have another floor added to this. I'm not sure I want the windows, so just brick until I say no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're not, we haven't decided if we want the window to be directly in the center or slightly off center. So just start bricking from either side of the wall. And when we get to where we think there should be window, I'll tell you to stop. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know if I want those little tiny like <laughs> privacy windows, like something yeah. you could just shoot yeah. arrows out of, or if I want this like you know big <laughs> like bay a... windows. So just brick until I feel comfortable. Yeah. I mean, I might. I'll be honest with you. I know it's the thirty eighth floor. You know what I might want? I know it sounds crazy. Maybe we go floor to ceiling sliding glass job, like a little door, oh. just like as a goof, right? You know. Yeah. You know when you I've uh, berated my assistants like a... into suicide, it's just going to be easier that way, less replacing a glass. Yeah, yeah, or if I want to do like a fun little like a Buster Keaton kind of physical comedy thing where I step out, but then I spin around real quick and step back in. Like I got you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or if you want to go full like a mechanic resurrection and do a glass bottom pool off the side there. Ah, oh, that, yeah. that's a yeah, that's a good look. Yeah, it's a high glass. <laughs> I mean, the problem is that that it would have to be fully enclosed because it is always either snowing or raining in this town. So. Oh. All right, glass bottom hot tub. My apologies. <laughs> there we go. The heated mm, pool, glass yeah, bottom hot tub. I mean, not uh, good, not a good view for your neighbors. Yeah, yeah, yeah but... exactly. <laughs> You're just below there, looking at what what appears to be the bottom of a bowl of egg drop soup. You're just like, I don't. I'm just not going so up there. So much back sack. But at the same time, beans, you get to hate your neighbors. <laughs> ah, true, true. When they go to complain, be like, "Why are you looking at my back sack?" Yep, it's like that that movie, um, the platform. Except everybody on the lower levels just has to look up at your nutsack. <laughs> it's a power move. It is. It is. Yeah, but uh, but man, what what happens to Owen? 
Well, he either he jumps out or gets ripped out by uh, one of the gargoyle things. Yeah. So which is it? Because, <laughs> uh, okay, because, okay, we find out this movie. <laughs> yeah. Do, do, do we just want to talk about it right now? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we have okay. to. I feel like at this point we have to. Yeah, because, okay, at this point I'm like, okay, so there's gargoyles and shit in Max Payne. Didn't know of that about the video games. All right, cool, cool. And, but we see the scene where, yeah, Owen's like, you know, he's got the, the unbricked wall right with the giant fucking hole and he's like clenching it with his fingers to like the point they're bleeding. So he doesn't go out of it. But right. we then see like this smoke shadowy gargoyle thing, like pulling him out the window and just dropping him into the alley. And yeah. it's like, so Max and uh, Mia Kunis, they, they didn't see that. Oh, okay. Is it a ghost? Some sort of poltergeist? Uh, what, what's happening, movie? What we yeah. find out, though, is apparently the blue vials are a drug that have you see Valkyries or something, but also make you invisible unless it doesn't and kills you or turns you into a crackhead. I super wanted this movie to go like like in a supernatural spooky direction where like the Valkyries like totally exist in this world, but they can only harm you once you've seen them and you take the yeah. drug and that makes you see them. And that's like how they like assassinate people. Yeah. So it'd be like that, that there's a book called John dies at the end. Yes. Oh, where, yeah. 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 So like that, like yeah, then like the soy sauce in that, right? Like you get a dose of it. And then you see the other world once, and then it's like, well, now that you've seen the other world, they can see you. You need to take more of this drug to see them, to keep away from them, but it, it also ends up fucking you up. See, we're writing a better movie is what we're doing right now. <laughs> so we should probably stop. Yeah, take that, Bowthorn. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so then, okay, so, yeah, they're like, oh, man, he just jumped out the window backwards, clutching the wall somehow. Okay. Uh, we should go to the tattoo parlor to find out why people are getting yeah. these wing tattoo things. So, so to just to, to underline what we were just discussing and how it's problematic in the movie really quickly, either this is a universe in which Valkyries that are uh, enacted by psychotropics are physically killing people, uh, as evidenced by, at first, the, the uh, Russian girl being killed in such a fashion that the police are like, I have no fucking clue how this happened. She's like smeared she was killed a, by an animal. Yeah. Yeah, so she was even, like in like five different pieces, they said. I'm like, okay, how the fuck did she do that by herself? Right. If she was just tripping on drugs or whatever. Yeah, it was just suicide, just like Jean-Luc Brunel, right? Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> anyhow. Uh, so either, either it is a supernatural world where this is going on, or it is not a supernatural world, and this is all hallucinations. Cool. Yeah. Whatever. Roll credits, guys. What do we know? <laughs> no, yeah. So, so they go to the tattoo parlor, and they talk to the tattoo artist, and he's like, "Oh yeah, these tattoos are for Valkyries. They're soldier angels, and you know the Norse people. They, if you die in violence, then you get to go to heaven. And if you don't, then you go to hell. Even if you're just old and a good person or whatever. It's like these tattoos are for protection. And and Marky Mark's like, protection from what? apparently yeah. tripping out on drugs and being ripped apart by your own illusions. And this is where your wife was like, oh, so these drugs are for white nationalists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because of the whole Norse mythology is very cool. I'm really pissed off that they fucking took that. 
Oh, they totally ruined it. And it's it's yeah. like like I have friends who are very like alternative like spiritual and all of that and a lot of them are very mm-hmm. young and so they're like oh i'm learning runes and i'm like be careful your rune teacher isn't a nazi and they're like what yeah yeah and it's like oh my god they were totally a nazi like mm, yeah unfortunately that's a thing yeah that's tricky and especially be careful when you go to a tattoo parlor because oh, yeah. we've i've gone to some because i, I grew up in washington and oregon and you just start flipping through their books and then it's like oh that's a kind of a cool thing you did oh that's a swastika well i gotta get out of here i gotta go someplace not here it's like oh yeah that's a swastika i mean pretty good it looks like it's it looks like it's made out of iron and pretty decent no 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 i can't i can't do that oh my god there was a we were watching that (laughs) tattoo cover-up show a few years ago oh yeah and there was this guy and it could totally be a story but i do sort of believe he's this stupid and he was saying how like, he dropped out of school when he was, like, 12, and he slept with his mom in a trailer and, like, you know, just got into, like, drugs and shitty stuff and, like, couldn't read before he was, like, 16. And he wanted to get into this gang, and the guys took him to a tattoo parlor and got him this, like, this cool, like, tr- like square tattoo. And it was so cool. And then his mom threw him out because she said, like, now you're a Nazi. And he was like, I don't know, like, what? And they'd get, like, they'd given him a swastika tattoo so apparently, like, to get back in with his mom and whatever and was like, I'm going to learn to read. I'm going to go to church. Uh, he went to somebody who said they could fix it. And then they turned it into, like, a 69. And so, like, nice. he had to just wear, like, band-aids <laughs> over it to try and go to church and all of that. And this guy had definitely less teeth than brain cells. But he was just like, I'm so fucking stupid. I've never been smart. I come from trash. I just need this thing fucking covered up. <laughs> You know what? Hats off to the guy, though, for being like acknowledging and realizing that he's stupid. If more people would do that and just be like, look, I'm dumb. Find somebody smarter than me to figure it out. That would things would be so much better. We wouldn't have QAnon. Right. Like it it was a like I said, it could totally be bullshit. He could just I mean, and if he just was a fucking Nazi and saw the light good on him, too. But it was just one of those like he was on the verge of tears the whole time. And it's like. Oh, I definitely know people who are stupid enough to get a quote-unquote club tattoo and then end up with a swastika. <laughs> yeah. And, like, yeah. not even realize it until, like, somebody points it out. <laughs> but also, so the Valkyries just see the wings. So they're trying to protect themselves from the Valkyries that are swooping down to kill them. But then they get the wings tattooed to let the Valkyries know they're cool. Yeah, and it doesn't seem to work because those yeah, are all the dead people. <laughs> well, so but so then we get a talk conversation with somebody about, oh, the wings are to mark people who are about to die. Oh, uh, so they the, go to the talk cartel. to the uh, the wannabe Atabisi Lincoln. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And not Atabisi is like, oh no, we give those <laughs> tattoos to dumb motherfuckers who think they're in, but really we wanted them out, and so we're gonna get yeah. them killed. So this, then that had me thinking like, oh, okay, does this drug, this drug has you hallucinate. And then when they know you've taken the drug, they know that their assassins are going to look like Valkyries to these people. So that's why she was like ripped apart. Sure. I'll, I'll yeah, go along yeah. with it. Yeah, <laughs> Something. Yeah, yeah. So for, like, for well, the sake of this movie, sure. Well, so, <laughs> but so then like Marky Mark getting pushed out of the building by like demons or whatever. It's the assassins coming in because they know we had some of the drug. Yeah. 
I mean, that would track uh, if it wasn't for the one that drug the guy out of the 38th story of the building. Yeah. 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 Unless they also have jetpacks, which I didn't look closely. Yeah, but or they, they could have. Or, or what it was is they like fired like a grappling, like a Batman grappling hook, got oh, him in the back yeah. and pulled him no, out. Oh, guys, we're overthinking this. It's drones. They're all getting killed by drones. Oh, drones, shit. Drones. Well, you do have Robin, so it could have been yeah. him. <laughs> nah. I wonder what this nah. does. Yeah. Oh, oh it's, this, it's the tree trimming helicopters with oh, the blades God. that oh. hang off of them. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, just to like really, really put a button on how stupid it is, when when we cut to right after this, we see that the drug that they're taking is named Valkyrie, mm-hmm. and they're in a club that have all the letters shot out that spells Ragnarok. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh no. They're they're yeah. told you have to go to the club Ragnarok, and that's where you're gonna find like Thor, and he'll be in the back office called like Valhalla, uh. and then I'm like. So did he buy a club called Ragnarok and then decided to call, no, do, go uh, with all was, this shit? It was like Rag, Ragland and Brock or something like that. But it was yeah. like, apparently you, it was another location in Shoot 'em Up. So they shot out half the letters. <laughs> yeah. All right, Steve, I need one that says Untidy Venus. Uh, what put business around here can we shoot out the letters so it says Untidy what, Venus? Blunt ideology of... Uh, fucking venus um, but what can we turn it what can we turn scientology into <laughs> shoot nah. out the letters i got i got a handed a scientology flyer yesterday that was fun because uh, there's like a big one of their um one of their wacky buildings down here so the guy they're not even like trying to sell it anymore they just like walk up to you and the guy's like here and then he walks away real quick here you know it's a scam Oh, dude, and the people who hand out the flyers are the ones who have to, like, live ten people to a room and, like, just clean up after the orgy parties, like... Well, if they they have more Thetans to their Melmax or whatever... Yeah, but they can't afford to buy more Thetans, so they have to earn their Thetans by handing out those... I don't know. (laughs) Do you think the guy that was started that shit, L. Ron Hubbard, had a lisp and he was trying to say Satan? Satan. Right. Yeah. How many Satan's are in you? He got. He got he, no, it was just when he when he got drunk and he was like he was slurring. He was just like, oh my god, you have <laughs> yeah. so much Satan's in you. Well, when we <sighs> suck him out. By the way, if we have any Scientologist listeners, just hang up now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> just hang up. Listen. You're just listening probably. on your phone. Get it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's there's probably a podcast for you somewhere. Just go listen to that. It's it's not this one. I'm also the person who's calling my surgical bandages my surgical stickers. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I did see the look on your face when I said that. Yeah, yes, I, I was am like, a fruit. Oh, so, so, you must be so high on weight. You haven't had drugs in like a week. <laughs> see if I can peel off my stickers. Yeah. So yeah, speaking of drugs, uh, oh yeah, yeah, so yeah, want to be out of BC, they said something about uh, who you get, what you got to be looking for is this guy Lupino, he's behind it all, and it's like, okay, cool, and this is where we get that two minute establishing shot of Marky Mark walking, oh, God. unlocking a storage unit, walking it, like, in real time, from yeah. like, yeah. entering the facility to the unit, yeah, it's... And it's all green screen, too, which is the worst yep. part. Oh, and by the way, when he gets in here, because uh, this is where he's going over the documents, right? Yeah, he has There's like this... a shit ton of case file boxes and stuff. I'm like, okay, you stole that from work, bro. 
literally the only thing that he gets out of this is he notices that the symbol for the company that his wife worked, worked for yes. forever is a wing. That's the only thing that he gets out of this entire fucking scene. He's yeah. like, huh, that's suspicious. Yeah. I have written down Acer Pharma. Yeah, because your wife worked there. Meanwhile, yeah. he goes home and he's using the like free beer koozie from the, the company yeah. picnic, <laughs> puts on, you know, the Acer Pharma shirt with the big wing on it because they got it for yeah. free, he uses it as a night shirt, um, you know, puts on See, the plastic I... sunglasses. <laughs> See, I want the scene where he's driving and he drives by a Buffalo Wild Wings and he just slams on the brakes. He just starts opening fire. Clack, 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 clack. He just, he, goes he to takes. He pulls the Acer Pharma pen out of his pocket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He holds, he holds the picture of the tattoo of the wing up to the Buffalo Wild Wings logo where the wing is on the buffalo. Like, wait a minute. He just drives out to you somebody and starts killing buffalo. <laughs> I gotta go to Buffalo, bro. <laughs> just the worst detective. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys you guys know how Batman's the world's greatest detective? <laughs> yeah. No, you didn't? Okay, well Batman's the world's greatest detective. This guy's not Batman. Robin's like, yeah, I heard that somewhere. <laughs> yeah. He just sort of like Mr. Magoo's his way through the movie. Like <laughs> accidentally goes to Buffalo and but on the flight there he bumps into the dude, the bald guy or whatever. Uh, <laughs> oh, excuse me there, Mr. <laughs> oh man yeah so yeah so then he go uh, like after finally realizing where his wife worked 10 years ago um he's where like, his health what, what company's health insurance is still through because of survivor exactly. benefits yeah, yeah. He, then, he then goes to see bb bo bridges and uh he's like hey what was the name of my wife's old supervisor you used to listen to her right <laughs> like yeah it's like jason something right yeah jason, yeah born jason, it's cool jason born you gotta go kill him <laughs> it was Jason Bateman the whole time. And of course BB's uh, like, Don't don't keep looking into this guy. Don't keep looking into it. And yeah. then he ends up calling uh Luda in internal affairs and yeah, he's basically like, Have you heard about Max's backstory? Did you miss yeah. the first half of the movie? I'm gonna catch you up real quick. Yeah. Yeah, here's his here's how I'm gonna make you feel bad for him, right? Now, uh on top of that though, he's fucking crazy. Don't believe anything he says. Yeah. <laughs> like, shit and by the way remember he went into the building with bb to get a suit so he oh. not only you could okay maybe <laughs> 10 years ago when his wife died or whatever he forgot about it at, since then he was just in the building yeah <laughs> like yeah he walked under the giant logo <laughs> they he saw him setting up a statue or something with the giant wing or whatever the security the neon light was like shining over his head <laughs> The security yeah. guard he checked in with had the patches all over his shirt. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The, the little in, thing he signed in with, the pen had it on. The security yeah, thing, yeah. like the the thing had the logo. The desk the security guard was at had the big brass logo on the front. Yeah. It was a wing shape. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when, he, when he was in the lobby, they had a big glass wing-shaped bowl that was full of mints. And the mints <laughs> all had the logo on the wrapper. Oh, oh, Guys, they sometimes were the, you can't see the forest for the trees. They all were right? the personalized yeah. mints. The mints themselves had it. He could feel the wing with his tongue. <laughs> He's like, you know, I think these guys might be involved, but I'm kind of winging it on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we've already written a better movie. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Because at yeah. least it has something. At least there's comedy. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and while BB's telling the backstory, we see Max. Uh, he's gone to his old house, which is apparently just laid abandoned for a couple of years. And uh, I don't know we you see the flashback of him uh, coming home one morning and uh, pops a couple of junkies, find his family dead, and he was apparently just like ten mm. minutes late. But there was a third guy, and I'm like. How do you know that? <laughs> well, because he shot at a guy and he ran out the, the jumped out the when window. He out the oh, window. oh, yeah. I, th- oh yeah. okay. I thought that guy died. <laughs> okay. So when we, right. so when we, <laughs> no. So when we get the twist at the end of it, there's actually a fourth guy technically. And and I got to point out though, one thing I love the way we know that the baby is dead is because there's a bassinet that's like full of blood, <laughs> which is yeah. cool. Yeah, bassinet full of blood is my punk rock name. Yeah, it's a good. It's it's you know what? Before they were cradle of filth, they were bassinet full of blood. I, I like their stuff a lot better back then. All right, Eddie, I, I have to ask. So how'd they kill the baby? Oh, they exploded it. Yeah, right, like here, here, yeah. hold this grenade. Ah! <laughs> Boom. Yep. Well, let's just say you yep. hand a baby a grenade, it's gonna pull the pin eventually. <laughs> like, it's just gonna be like, <laughs> like sucking a fucking on rattle. Yeah. Oh shit! Get out of the room. <laughs> So this is also like one of my favorite, favorite tropes in these kinds of movies. And when I say favorite, I fucking hate it. So in the flashback, (laughs) they live in a nice, warm neighborhood. Lots of families around bouncing balls. And then like a mere three years later, it's a drug slum. The house is completely abandoned. It's unsellable because nobody'd ever live in a nobody'd ever live in a middle class house where somebody died. No, it's not that. You gotta remember, this was back when Marky Mark was a good cop, right? So he was patrolling that entire neighborhood. Oh, he was pepperminting that neighborhood. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now he's the just pepperminting he... that cold case room or whatever. <laughs> yep. mm. Yeah, the minute he left, the whole town went to fucking shit. That whole neighborhood gone. Like, the town is now dark. Like, Or maybe did... it's maybe it's that we're just seeing it from his perspective and it's not actually that dark. Who knew Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Fitzgerald across the street was running a crack house? Right. <laughs> Could have never known. <laughs> she seemed like such a nice old lady. Exactly. Well... Yeah, so yeah, the backstory established, I guess. Uh, we then uh, cut to Acer Pharma and uh, Jason, uh, Robin. Uh, he's showing up like a file of Lupino to uh, the, the boss lady. I don't even know if she had a name or whatever. Uh, but the big boss Pharma. And <laughs> she's like, yeah, forget you ever saw this. You know, don't tell anybody about it. Oh, uh, by the way, there's somebody in your office. Oh, it's Max. Max is in Jason's office, and he's like, "Excuse me, can I help you?" Oh, oh, wait, I think I know you. You're, uh, you're Michelle's husband, right? Yeah, you're you're the dead girl's husband. What's yeah. up? <laughs> well, okay, and then Mark, or yeah, Max is like, "So, what was Michelle uh, doing? Uh, you know, right before her untimely passing, or whatever? Like, I, I don't know, projects, man. It, that was a while back. I'm already on to the next thing." I haven't been obsessing it over the last couple of years like you have. Yeah, I kind of let her death slide, to be honest with you. <laughs> she wasn't even my hottest secretary. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Eddie, do you know what your wife is working on at work? Like, even vaguely? Yes, I do. Yeah. She's currently doing a rewrite on one of her screenplays because they had some notes for her. Nice. Excellent. So if she was, you know, you know, heaven forbid, but heinously murdered, you'd know who uh-huh. to talk to, like, right away? 
yeah, I would. I would. I know her manager's name. Yeah, Steve. I mean, have you ever like not known what I worked or what the logo was even for my job? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just thinking about that logo for Frankie and Murr now, and it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, maybe because I've done the logo for almost every place I've worked. <laughs> yeah. But like, you you generally know what projects I'm working on, right? Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Should. Yeah. I get to hear all about it every night. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so then, uh, yeah, basically, uh, Jason and Max have a conversation. Jason's like, well, hey, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. She was doing stuff. But eventually he starts cracking like, okay, look, I can tell you, but like, okay, you need to get me the fuck out of here because they're going to kill me. And then like Luda shows up for some reason. I don't know. I guess he was called in by BB or something. Oh, no, no, because then, yeah, the secretary calls BB and is like, oh, yeah, <laughs> uh, Max is here, you know, fucking beating up Jason. And then, like, a SWAT team is there immediately. And I'm like, hold the fuck up. What's going on right now? <laughs> yeah, but we find out it's not even a SWAT team, right? It's actually BB's little internal security force. Yeah, his, like, secret police, you might say. <laughs> they They probably shouldn't be this equipped. I don't think the real police should be this equipped, to be fair. Oh. Oh, God, yes, because, okay, yeah, yeah, Jason starts spilling the beans, he's like, yeah, okay, there was this drug, and it made, like, 1% of people invincible, and the rest kind of went insane, and became drug addicts, and would, like, kill the scientists and stuff for another hit, and I'll tell you, but get me the fuck out of here, and they, like, grab the, I guess, envelope of evidence or whatever that he was walking yeah. around with. Yeah, and the it, VHS tape in the envelope or whatever the fuck it's, yeah, <laughs> yeah right. it's ridiculous. Like, case closed, yeah. Uh, but they step outside to like where all the secretaries and stuff are, and uh, yeah, the the you know secret police or whatever is there, like full fucking flak jackets and helmets and just yeah. Jason is shot immediately, like they don't even yeah, say yeah. freeze, like <laughs> they shoot him right through the fucking heart, man. Just yeah. <laughs> Fairly egregiously, like somebody somebody's gonna notice that, right? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. it's after Max flashes his badge, too. He's like, it's okay, I'm a cop. And they're like, that's cool. <laughs> that's cool, bro. Huh. And then they're like, freeze! <laughs> but of course, Max is like, fuck that noise, and fires back. And of course, they're unloading, I don't know, thousands of bullets and can't hit him. Yeah. Um, yeah they're real stormtrooper shots here, buddy. That's what's going on. And this is, this is when I wrote the note of like, man, it... I'm so glad they do these kinds of scenes way better nowadays. Yeah. Because <laughs> it, it doesn't look great. It's basically like you just see some explosives, a couple of squibs, and you cut to Marky Mark's face, like, looking concerned. Yeah. Oh, and he, like, shoots the sprinkler, so it's, like, that, like, CGI raining and stuff, too. And it's all, like, the slow-mo. Oh, my God, it's so slow. This is where this movie gets so fucking slow. Yeah. Well, to be fair, Steve, it, it if it's raining outside, they got they might as well make it rain inside too. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. They're like, we worked on this effect. We might as well use as much as possible, right? right? Is there a way we can put this like in the Brazilian rainforest somehow? No, uh, pharmaceutical company. That'll work. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll make it work. <laughs> you got that bow thorn? You got you? Yeah, yeah. I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but eventually, like Max is running, he, he runs into Luda. And Luda's like, you got some splinter to do, Max. Um, 
And then as I've written down, Max escapes so fucking easily <laughs> just because like they like blow a wall or whatever and he just kind of walks away. <laughs> but then I do like Luda fucking reprimanding him. He's like, oh, yeah, good job, guys. Woo. Way to go. You fucking let him go. Good job. Hey, you're all probably going to get a medal. Yeah. Look at you. Look at you, little Timmy. He's like grabbing a guy by the chin. Timmy, you're going to get a little medal, aren't you, today, buddy? Big gold star for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, Max looks at the uh, the videos for that new drug, Valkyr or whatever. Yeah, Valkyrie. Yeah, Valkyrie, basically. yeah. And get it? It, guys, you get it. Valkyrie, you get it. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> And so then he, this is where we find out he has to go to Club Ragnarok, and it's the Ragland and Brock with the letters shot out. It's like, ah, oh, god damn it! All right, so then <laughs> we basically find out at Club Ragnarok they've just been mass producing this drug, and you know, well, yeah, selling you just it on the streets, blue with liquid, and boil it. Yeah, yeah, it's because that's blue curacao. I mean, I mean all we. <laughs> Yeah, all we because all we see is like two pots full of it, and it's like, oh, okay, I guess they've been making it. Here. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a very uh, very meticulous process. See, first you warm it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then well, you put you it combine in the vial. It. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so is this what Masada Geek's been making his drinks out of? Maybe. Ah. Uh, but yeah, that of course leads to a shootout, a lot of slow mo, and then holy shit, there is a scene where. Okay, Marky Mark's got a shotgun, because why not? Yep. And he, I guess, realizes there's someone, like, behind him in an elevated position. And so he just kind of, like, leans back. And we see, I don't know if this was shot at, like, a thousand frames per second and changed to four, but it's the slowest, backwards, arching for, like, 40 seconds. And then he fires the shotgun, finally. Well, he and fires then, it like three times because the first time I guess he misses, or yeah, maybe he's just kind of like, blindly firing, like yeah. pow, 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 because he doesn't know where he is behind him. He just kind of, I don't know, senses him or something. Yeah, and he and mind you, this isn't like it's not like he has done something to heighten his senses at all. This yeah. is the same schlub that he was in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and then of course the guy's got like an Uzi and just like unloading, but it's like. Cow, 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 cow. Oh, my but, oh, actually, I guess it's more like cow. Cow. <laughs> like, it's every, like, ten seconds there's a bullet out of a machine mm-hmm. gun. And it, that's how slow this is. And I'm like, okay, cool, he got him. Sweet. And then Lupino and a machete <laughs> get the drop on Max and just start, you know, attacking him. And... I don't think I've ever seen so much sweat dripping off of a guy, by the way. Oh, yeah. Because... He's... Lupino's not doing good, man. He's, I mean, the drugs that Lupino's taking are are certainly affecting his, like, core temperature. Because, I mean, remember, he was also on the roof uh, sweating in the snow. Yeah. Yeah, you see, like, the steam coming off him and stuff, too. And I'm like, oh, yeah, he's he's ready to do a UFC fight or something. Like, he's ready to go. (laughs) He would be a good UFC fighter. I also would contend that the the fight between Max Payne and uh, Lupino is shorter than him leaning back with the shotgun to shoot the guy. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. yeah and then, uh, and then BB shows up, shoots Lupino and Lupino kind of is like, ah, like yeah. brushes it off. And then it's like, all right, let's go. So the movie's over, right, Steve? This I is where it I... ends. He, 
Oh, is this where is this where you were checking the time? Yeah. Oh god. Yeah, I checked the time here, and I'm like, oh boy, there's still like a half an hour left. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, Marky Mark uh, got knocked out or whatever. Thunk. And then yeah, uh, it, it and turns then... out BB uh, betrayed him. <gasps> Even after he rescued, so he rescued him from being killed by Lupino, right? Mm-hmm. So that he could take him away, explain exactly what was happening, and then kill him. Yep. Cool. Yep, All perfect right. sense. Yep. Okay. There's a reason this is the only movie this person has ever written. Just, just <laughs> wanted to make sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And he basically says like, yeah, I, I, you know, the stuff about the drug was getting out. So I, and your wife wouldn't keep her nose out of it. So I had to kill her. Oh, and your baby just cause why not? Yeah. And then, I like, and then he, well, why? Yeah. Why did he have to kill the baby? <laughs> yeah. Just uh, be, the the baby wouldn't shut the fuck up. Am I right? Do, yeah. yeah. Oh, to end the bloodline, is he? So the baby would like have some sort of a, like, I don't know, historical memory from the mother's passing. Look, we've look, all seen every, Assassin's Creed. We know that's how it works. Everybody knows if you kill somebody, their children are going to come kill you unless they don't ah, have kids. True, we've all seen true. Lady Snowblood. We this know. is why you have to go yeah. back in time and kill baby Hitler. Fair. We've all seen Beowulf. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, killing baby Hitler. At the time, it might seem wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then you're just the guy that killed a baby. <laughs> yeah. You have to take my word for it. <laughs> this Listen, baby I promise evil. you. I'm from the future. He's going to cause a lot of problems. Just let me kill him. Yeah. And, th- and then he's like, uh, bo- uh, a PB starts going on like, yeah, that was the first time I uh, actually solved a problem by myself. And I started to realize I could have killed a lot more people before and it made a life a lot easier. <laughs> I'm like, wait, yeah. what? I, to be fair, I mean, then if you could just kill people and get away with it, it could solve some problems. I, maybe it's going a little overboard, but you know. <laughs> and then Marky Mark says, uh, "Enough of this shit." And I'm like, "Here, here, <laughs> this movie should be over." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it really should. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, and, and and then okay, and then they start like chaining them up or whatever to like throw them into the freezing river. You remember from the beginning well, of the movie? And then yes. they're like, "Oh yeah, it's gonna be like just another junkie doing suicide." And I'm like, "Okay, hmm. first off." He's tied to weights, thrown into a river, and yeah. the drugs are still in his pocket. <laughs> I think it test his blood, right? Yeah. And it wouldn't have the drug. First of all, okay, say they don't test his blood, right? And they're just like, oh, okay, he died. But then, then say that your plan is that they do. They do find the drug on him. Then they have to figure out where that drug came from. Yeah. Or if it's been in the system at all. And it's like, man, you know what would really help them out to make it look like a convincing suicide? Is if he just kind of, I don't know, broke free, pushed him, and then jumped into the river of his own free will. Which is exactly what happens! Yeah. Well, because they're like, well, we have to hook you up to this big weight to throw you in, so I'm just going to unhandcuff you real quick. Yeah. So just OD him and toss him in the fucking river! Yeah. Well, I mean, that wouldn't have worked very well either, we'll find out. Well, not, I mean, not OD him on this drug. There's plenty of other drugs you can OD him on. Like, give him a That's little a... shit ton of Percocet and toss him in the river. Yeah, there you go. Give him a different drug that your company didn't manufacture. That's yeah. a good way to not lead the police back to you. Blame it on Pfizer. 
Yeah, shoot him up with Moderna or whatever. No, yeah, <laughs> give him the COVID vaccine. <laughs> then, then he'll be magnetic. You throw the weight over, and he'll just magically go over to it. <laughs> it just pulls him like a Valkyrie right to the bottom of the river. Ah, there you go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he starts sinking because you know, cold and uh, mm-hmm. it's catching up with him, guys. And then he starts flashing oh, back, God. and like I love how like he shows him like walking to the baby's room, and the door says "baby." I'm like. Did they name their baby Baby? Right? <laughs> like Baby Pain? Okay. That would have been the best. <laughs> Eddie, you... Yeah, oh yeah, it's like uh, Rich's Gemstones. It's a... Uh, was it Baby... Uh, oh, uh, B- Baby Billy Bobby or whatever? Baby Billy yeah. Bobby. Like, no, I'm sorry, he's not a baby. He's a 60-year-old man. <laughs> Uncle Baby Billy. That's Uncle what it is. Well, you know what? Maybe they named him after uh, Max's dad's partner. BB. Oh shit! BB. He's also Baby Billy. <laughs> BB Payne. Eddie, when you you have children, right, or at uh-huh. least child? Um, yeah. Did you have stuff that just said "baby" flying around your house, other than just for no. a baby shower? No. No, never. That you would have to be a psychopath to do that. Right? Like, I mean, I would have one that just said "crotch fruit" because that's funny. But... <laughs> yeah, that's funny. But that's like, okay, you guys have a cat, right? Yeah, as evidenced earlier by it trying to jump out the window because of a Valkyrie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you just have shit that just says cat? Well, I mean, each of we have three cats, and they have three beds that just say cat on it. But I don't know if that's the same. Ah, see now your story's <laughs> no. falling apart. <laughs> no, no, nothing just says cat. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, basically, eventually, like snaps out of it, and is like, "Oh shit, I'm still alive." And as I've written down, the pacing of this movie is fucking horrible. Okay, now let's just hold on one second. <laughs> he doesn't just snap out of it and say, "Oh shit, I'm alive." It makes a little bit more sense than that. Okay, go for it. His his dead wife tells him, "No, not yet, dude." And he's like, "Oh, okay. I guess I can't die yet." Yep. Fucking dumb. Dumber than what you proposed, which is that he just snaps out of it. <laughs> yeah. His wife basically said, I don't want I don't you know. here yet. Go back. No, I want you know what I want you to do? I want you to get the motherfucker that killed me. Yeah. Not, <laughs> not be in peace. Not yet, you lazy piece of shit. Get back there no, and kill gonna, some people. No, I want you to be forever tormented. That's what I want. <laughs> yeah, I'm not ready to spend eternity with you like this yeah. so i'm really just gonna need you to like go back to your torment yeah. look does, so, the, uh, does, does the room say max pain on it no it says baby so you can kind of get the fuck out get i do the... like the idea that the baby's name is baby pain yeah right <laughs> uh, so yeah so he's fighting off hypothermia eventually crawls up out of the river oh he's huddled over he's he's not gonna make it but then he realizes <laughs> oh wait i've got that super drug in my pocket yeah I'm going to crank that, this bitch out. <laughs> I've got the, the drug that I know exactly how it works and that it will prevent hypothermia in my pocket. Yeah. He takes two pills and plans on calling a doctor in the morning, but uh, instead he starts hulking the fuck out and kind of starts on fire a little bit. Yeah. yeah, he goes a little Ghost Rider. Yeah. He sees the Valkyries flying around, <laughs> little shadow Valkyries or whatever. and Yeah. I will say this is the most acting that he does in the movie. It's not good, but it is the most acting that he does, which is mean face. Yeah. Yeah, he shows emotion a little bit. Yeah, just just a, just a touch. Emotion! Yeah. Uh, so yeah, BB and his uh, right-hand man, Joe, they're like, you know, running away for... 
Oh, that's oh, that's right. Because Luda is like uh, investigating the secret police or whatever with the uh, like the FBI show up. Like, hey, so you shot that guy before even saying anything, right? We got video and stuff of it. Yeah, yeah you're all going to jail. But uh, I like that the cop the cop is like, yeah, that's how we do it down here. and We'll all protect each other. And he's like, oh, you're going to protect each other? Cool. Hey, FBI guy that's standing off camera. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you can enter the scene now. <laughs> what a stupid... Who, that writer is terrible. I want to I go yell at this guy. He's got to be on Twitter. Yeah. Like, that, yeah. that was well, your move? We'll, we'll, we'll have to ask him on for an interview and he'll be like, so wait, why do you want to talk to me? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember doing that. I was drinking these vials of blue shit, and I don't know. <laughs> right. Look, I was totally wasted on those blue BJs, and uh, yeah. I just wrote this. <laughs> yeah, but so yeah, BB and Joe, they're running. They're like, you know, down like the basement parking lot. But then, uh, I don't know, there's some sort of shaky cam strobe shootout going on down there. And... Uh, yeah, BB says something about, all right, we're going to go up to the heliport and get out of here. Make sure you wire a bunch of C4 to the roof so in case he gets up there, it just, yeah. I don't know, Nakatomi Plaza's the place. <laughs> yeah, so his theory, and it's a good one, is that when you're standing on the roof of a building to keep yourself safe from a man that you think is dead coming up to get you, blow up all the floors under you. Yeah. That's never gone wrong for somebody being on top of a building that collapsed. Never forget. Never. 2008, so, folks. <laughs> oh, and, and meanwhile, like, yeah, they're shooting at Max Payne there in the parking lot, and he's getting shot, like, a lot. Oh, yeah. He gets very <laughs> shot. He gets shotgun shot once. That yeah, probably right in the sucked. chest. Yeah, he's shot in the heart. Yeah. Yeah, but he, yeah, the, you know, he's killing dozens of people too. He's doing his thing. He he's in rage mode or whatever in the video well, game, right? He's he's one of the one percent, so he needs to be taxed a little more heavily. <laughs> That's right. Talk about <laughs> you, Marky Mark. Pay your dues. Anyway, uh, so uh, then he like sees a Valkyrie and then turns to his wife, and I'm like, wait, what? The Valkyrie? Yeah. What? What the? Fu- God damn it! Okay. <laughs> Can we, we're mixing our hallucinations now. Can we not, can we have one at a time, please? Yeah. Oh, and then he starts screaming and then the ceiling like turns into the portal to hell. That made no sense. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? he's got fire vision. He's twice as strong. This part actually reminded me, I had this, uh, this DS game for game, like Game Boy DS that was so much fun. It was Orcs and Elves. It was from the guys who made Doom. And at one point in the game, you got, like, a ring of power, uh, but it was the drunken ring of power, and it doubled your, like, how how much damage you did, but you were half as accurate, and the whole screen wobbled, because you were drunk. That's good. (laughs) And and it's a super fun way to play the rest of the game. You can take it off at any time, but it's way more fun. So it's like you're just playing it like Jackie Chan and the Drunken Master. Yeah. yeah, pretty much, and that's what like that I was rules. sort of hoping was going to happen here with the fire vision. Yeah. Instead, he's just like you know taking a knee and like crying or something. I don't know what. And then Joe just kind of walks. <laughs> Joe walks up because all he sees is Marky Mark like cry, like about to take a shit or something in the middle of an <laughs> office building. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's Marky Mark seeing like his wife is a Valkyrie surrounded by the flames of hell, and Joe's just like. Well, that was easier than I thought. And then Mia Kunis had a left field. Pow! Saves okay. him at the last minute. 
Quick question. How did Mia Kunis know that he was in this building? Will you please stop reading my notes? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's my next note. How did she okay. know he was there? I guess she figured out the whole wing logo thing before. <laughs> okay. I was wondering if maybe the director's cut of it had a scene that explained that, but I guess not. Maybe, you know what? It is. Maybe she, here's how I would fix this, okay? I'll propose this scene. She's like, oh my God, where's Max? I want to find him. She takes one of those vials of the blue shit and drinks it. And then one of the gargoyle Valkyrie things tells her like, yeah, that guy, I got to hurry. He's over at that uh, tower. <laughs> Picks her up and gives her a lift. That's what I was yeah. say. It, it flies her over. <laughs> yeah. Here, let's go. <laughs> or maybe like she checked. Uber. <laughs> or maybe she checked the only two other locations in this movie. And she's like, well, he's got to be here now. That's, well, he wasn't that's all at the storage left. unit. Look, there's only three employers <laughs> in the whole town. And he wasn't at the docks. Yeah. He doesn't work for us. And he's not at the storage unit. So he must be here. And yeah, we just left the tattoo place. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, she's basically like, you need to finish this. And I'm like, yes, please finish this quickly. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Let's go. That's right. He was uh, shooting the doors or something. And I'm like, that's not how, how guns open doors. Yeah. You, if you he... can't just shoot around the lock, like, a foot away from it. And then it's like, oh, yeah, no, it just opens right yeah, up. Yeah, now the, now the I lock's I mean, it'll open, open around the lock, maybe. <laughs> like but, the but, lock stays the But, yeah, it was like top of the door, far yeah. side, far yeah. side, far side bottom and it's like oh now the door is open okay cool <laughs> like he's trying to like i don't know looney tunes like shoot out a shape of him so he can push it open <laughs> that would be funny if they just threw that in this movie right now he just shoots out a perfect like mark Wahlberg outline and just walks through it and they never would, explain it they never would like... it be completely out of place no <laughs> no not any more than valkyries for fuck's sake yeah, and then yeah, then there you go. Then you have the Valkyrie swoop in behind him, and then the outline changes to a Valkyrie's outline. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Oh shit. Yeah. We'll punch up on that. <laughs> oh, also, when he opens the door, he just kind of like dives in the office, just blasting, plow, 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 and nobody's yeah, in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's no one in there. Oh, like, oh, so good. Oh man, these drugs are making me take wrong turns or something. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I just yeah, figured folks. he was shooting at the Valkyries. <laughs> I'll tell you what, John McClane never did drugs. Right. Oh. Exactly. So, so yeah, speaking of which, yeah, goes up, uh, Joe blows up the, sets off the C4 and blows up the building, knocks oh, Tony God. Tower style. Again, why? He's <laughs> next to the C4. He's like, well, I got to protect my, my boss friend guy. Yeah. Fuck that guy. I'd be like, you know what? I didn't set the C4 up in time. I got shot and I fell down. I don't know what to tell you. I got health insurance through Acer Pharma. It's actually really good. Mm-hmm. Also, mm-hmm. they're probably going to make me a super soldier. Right? Yeah. yeah. The C4 but, is next to my head. I'm not going to hit the detonator. If it's on a timer, it's on a timer. So be it. I'm going to crawl out of here. Yeah. Elevators still work, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then, uh, yeah, we have the whole thing where it's like all this rubble is falling down below and even hits like Luda's police car and shit like that. Yeah, that was pretty funny. But still, the top of the building, helipad's perfectly fine. BB's just sitting there waiting for his ride. And then, and then, yeah, Max shows up and he's like, oh, hey, Max, how's it going? Unloads a Uzi on him and Max is just like, ha, 
Oh, that kind of tickles. Yeah. So you remember the whole thing about the 1% just becoming invincible? Uh, right here. Yeah. Right here, th- this guy. Hey, yeah. who's got two thumbs and is part of that 1%? Me. <laughs> Me, Mark Wahlberg. How's your mother? <laughs> and then, uh, then BB says something about like, oh man, all that snow on a beautiful day. And I'm like, uh, what? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it confused Mark Wahlberg. He's like, I don't think that's a line, Bo. Are you yeah. right? <laughs> Are you riffing right now? <laughs> You've been drinking the, the blue stuff again? Or? Who do you think you are, Jeff? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. We might let Lloyd do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but then uh, then we basically get a bullet time, like just a single pop. <laughs> Bo dead. That was the final battle, guys. That was the boss yeah, battle. Yeah, was it. That was the boss fight. You just shoot him in the, the chest one time. And it wasn't like a fun, like, say what you will, Kill Bill Volume 2, the the final little, like... Five-finger uh, death punch or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, that works. This doesn't. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah. Because then yeah. he just, like, goes over and kneels in front of these lights real quick. And you're like, was he going to, like, hallucinate about the lights or something? I don't know. Yeah, kind of. He hallucinates, and then, it's like, the sunrise instantly comes up, and... And as he mentioned this time, if this is all a Jacob's Ladder situation, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> right. Oh, that'd be so good, though. It goes back <laughs> just... and he died in the first scene in the bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he died right next to his wife and baby all those years ago. Right. Just been walking around like a ghost. That's why nobody really talked to him. And he's just hanging out in the cold case file room. Nah, it just he, turns he out nobody seeing, liked him. He started seeing the red in every scene. Did we talk about his flashback to the baby mama get murdered? Oh, yeah. Catching the glimpse of the fourth guy in the, like, mirrored baby, like, mobile above the... Oh, yeah. Fuck. Above the crib. That's that's not how memories work. You don't just all of a sudden remember, like, oh, yeah, actually, now that I think about it, that was your face in the reflection in the thing. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, uh, yeah, he's hallucinating uh, the the SWAT team. Maybe it's the real SWAT team. I don't know. Some SWAT team kind of shows up. They, you know, aiming a bunch of guns at him. He's slowly, like, looking up. Fade to black. Roll credits. And I'm like, so he's dead, right? Well, no, no, because the, the one of the cop guys yells out, like, hey, Max is up here and he's still alive. And then you hear his wife's voice say again, uh, not yet. Roll so, credits. Uh, boom, 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 boom. More guns. Boom, 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 boom. Wait, there's more. You thought you were done with this fucking movie? Uh, there's a post-credit it's longer. scene. It's longer. Oh my god, there is. Oh, did you not? Okay. No, I did not see this. Maybe this is the director's cut. Okay, so okay. then we cut to a bar. Marky Mark walks in, and I'm like, it's lit. Like this is heaven. Right, like it's got yeah, the super it, Vaseline on the lens. It, it's like, like, okay. it's like the baby mama's room in the flashback. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. And, and he like orders a drink or whatever, and the bartender's like, "Hey, good to have you back." Hey, and he goes and sits down, and Mia's there, and I'm like, "Wait, did Mia die in the Nakatomi Plaza explosion?" Nope. Is this heaven? <laughs> but then uh, Mia like puts down the newspaper. And it says, you know, Eros Pharma, profits soar, blah, blah, blah. And it has the, the big boss lady on the 
on the front. And she's like, you believe this shit? So many people died and are miserable. And like, she's getting rich. What are you going to do about it, Max? And he just kind of like looks at her. Uh, sequel big. <laughs> Guys, and- spoiler alert, that didn't come. Yeah. And here's the thing. So now he's just going to go start killing off the head of every pharmaceutical corporation that profits off of people suffering and death. He's got a lot of work to do. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. uh, He's not going to be thrilled when COVID hits. No. So what you're saying is there might be a Max Payne 8 at some point. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, guys, roll credits. That's Max Payne. Uh, Eddie, would you recommend? Oh, man. Uh, would I recommend Max Payne? I mean, I think the name says it all, right? No, this is painful <laughs> to watch. Uh, it's not the worst movie I've watched, but it's definitely up there. Um, you know what? Like, if it's a Sunday, let's say, and you're hungover and you, you can't pay attention to anything, literally... Uh, I'd say maybe put it on the TV and you could like take some naps and kind of fever dream in and out of it. That might be a good way to enjoy this. Uh, yeah. But other than that, no. 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 Uh, sorry, Eddie, I'm going to have to cut you off here. As somebody who watched this post-op and did sort of watch it falling oh, asleep okay, and okay. all that. No, it was still unsufferably long. Well, wow. Okay. But but still, it's not like you missed anything because nothing got explained. And anything that was explained, it's explained four times. Like, yeah, no, yeah. No. In, and incorrectly, too, I might add. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. No, this movie, like when you're when you're not feeling top notch and not totally focusing, this movie actually, I think, might be more frustrating. Ugh. That so, or Steve just like put it on repeat and you didn't know. Oh my god, we just watched it for nine and a half hours. <laughs> just watching that orgy scene for like twenty minutes, like, oh shit, she's waking up. I better uh Oh yeah, you didn't miss a thing. You just kinda of dozed off there. Yeah, no, well, I paused it for you. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. Did, did you see the wing tattoo? Okay okay, babe, now I I have to ask. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't recommend this shit either. Uh which is worse, this mm-hmm. or Transformers the last night. Well, well, you know it's Transformers last night because it's an hour longer. Oh, it is an hour longer. (laughs) I don't want to watch either of them, Steve. Well, that's good. You don't have to. Episode done. Rip the notes. (laughs) Guys, don't don't watch this movie. That like, just go watch Sin City. That's what this movie would like wanted to be. You even watch uh, Sin City: A Dame to Kill For. It's even better than this. Yeah. Yeah, watch that. Watch Constantine. That's yes. fun. Yeah, there we go. Oh, I, I actually love Constantine. Same, same. I, I, that's I don't like superhero stuff, but like that's the one. It it bummed me out because I was uh, watching this interview with Keanu Reeves, and the guy's like, "What's you know the if you could get a sequel made to anything that that's hard for you to get a sequel made to, what would it be?" And he said, "Oh, Constantine." He says, "I've pitched it. Yeah, I've I've pitched it a million times, and they just won't make it." Yeah. Like, damn. That actually would be a, a. We watched it not that long ago, and we were actually saying that's a, that would be a good one. They're doing all these reboots. We mm-hmm. have the technology now. That would be a good one to reboot. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Get a Justice League Dark Scott going or whatever. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Somebody's got to do a Dark Universe, right? Yeah. Since Universal can't. Oh anyway. my god! <laughs> Fucking Universal! All we wanted was like the Mummy versus the Werewolf. That's all the shit we want. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's like just give us that like tom cruise should have just been fucking werewolf the wolf man versus a super hot sexy mum mummy uh, like, i'm okay with that yeah mm-hmm. yeah give him a reason to fucking run <laughs> yeah. oh. <laughs> if we're gonna watch tom cruise run from sand god damn it i wanted to have boobs <laughs> here here all right well on that note we're gonna take a quick commercial break oh but when we come back we have more beer Ooh. Fun facts <gasps> and what we learn from Max Payne. Max Payne. There's so many podcasts out there. How do I find the one for me? For so long, I've searched for podcasts all over, but none of them seem to fit my needs. Where's my Nick Cage pissing fire podcast? Where's my monkey tickling? I couldn't find it anywhere. Until I found everything I learned from movies podcast with Stephen Izzy. And now I get to hear about all the monkey tickling I want, baby. So many podcasts out there are all talk and no Congo. That's why I listen to everything I learned from movies. Greatest living actor? Nicolas Cage, of course. That's why I listen to everything I learned from movies. One-liners, plot holes, gratuitous boobies? Fun fact, that's why I listen to everything I learned from movies. See if everything I learned from movies is right for you at E-I-L-F Movies. That's everything I learned from movies on Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon. Free on all the major podcatchers. Have you ever watched a movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every week we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it so you don't have to and then sometimes we ate your cues in our mailbag no big whoop yeah no big whoop at all so that's what were they thinking you can find us on your favorite podcatcher or follow us on the world wide web on twitter and instagram at wwtt podcast who the hell says world wide web anymore this guy so uh yeah see you soon Wave at microphone. Hey everybody, are you looking for the perfect stocking stuffer for the holidays? Do you like supporting the arts? Well then you need to check out untidyvenus.etsy.com, the top one-stop shop that always pops her top. <laughs> are you a fan of dinosaurs, snacks, dinosaurs made out of snacks, movie monsters, unicorns, cats, dogs, rats, shrimp, Pokemon, tie-dye, paracord bracelets, paracord dog leashes, enamel pins, coloring books, block prints, watercolor, Pet portraits, buttons, magnets, stickers, bottle openers, artist trading cards, or really anything else that's awesome? Then stop on by untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Etsy.com. New items are popping up all the time, so be sure to follow her on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon at untidyvenus. Or visit her website at izzycreates.com for the latest. Did I mention the Snackosaurs? How about Gary the Unicorns? Untidyvenus.etsy.com. The goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Check it out now. I'm Lucian Greaves of the Satanic Temple, and you're listening to Everything I Learned from Movies. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve, those are the greatest ads that I've ever added in the history of adding! Oh, she's added. Thank you, better every week! Mm. Eddie, you, uh, you working on that, uh, Leaning Kugel? Yeah, so the, uh, Leaning Kugel Harvest Patch Shandy. Uh, this was, I have a bunch of beers, I just dug one out. Apparently, Harvest Patch means pumpkin. Oh. So I just drank a pumpkin beer. 
uh, in, I mean, it, okay, so it is March, uh, <laughs> which is generally pretty cool, but down here it's like 70 out, so it's a, kind of a weird choice. <laughs> but but oh, uh, so it's like October in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so uh, weird choice, but I, I'm not hating it. it. You know what, because I just watched Max Payne, so it's like, this is like reprieve. All right. So, so it's like a pumpkin lemon shandy. I guess the no, it's not lemon. Okay, pumpkin shandy was like lemon, pumpkin, lemonade and beer or something like no, no, that. No, no, it's yeah. it's yeah, it's like fruit juice and beer. Oh. Yeah, so it's we, a pumpkin vice beer brewed with honey and natural flavors. Ooh, because yeah. some of the lean and kugels are all right, and some of them are awful. Oh, that some cranberry of, one was fucking. We had like more. a cranberry Ugh. spiced one that like we couldn't finish. Yeah, and we yeah. are alcoholics. Yeah, guys. <laughs> yeah, they didn't lean too heavy on the the pumpkin in it, thankfully. So so we're okay. Oh, nice a little subtle hint. Nice. Uh, babe, you got something to drink over there? Well, yeah, since uh, since Eddie's taken us back to October, I'm also going to take us back to October oh. with a Brauhaus Oktoberfest-style beer from Red Rock Brewing. 5.5% oh. mm. alcohol by volume. Oktoberfest is a traditional German style originally brewed to celebrate the wedding of Queen L- King Ludwig I of Bavaria. Red Rock Brewery carries the annual celebration by representing our very own fest beer. It is a deep copper-colored beer brewed with traditional German ingredients and lagered for five weeks. This smooth, malt-forward brew is our way of continuing a tradition. Hmm. Nice. I'm going to pop this top. Oh, my top! Nice. All right. And the pour. Ooh, nice clear light auburn color. Maybe? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so it's in a dark bottle, but you can still see the beer through it. You can read through this beer. Nice. Which, as it should be for a festibia, has a nice off-white colored head, lots of tiny bubbles. Tiny bubbles make me happy. Ooh, it smells really biscuity. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, very like malt-forward biscuity aroma on it. Oh, very nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You get a little bit of the caramel notes and stuff too. Uh, a little yeah. more forward, but yeah, just quite good, effervescent. Well balanced little beer. I like it. Guys, fest beers are one of our favorite beers, and uh, we're always excited for for fall when the fest beers come around. Yeah. Oh, so would uh would either of you be interested in any fun facts? Are they sure. fun facts? Super fun facts because they're fun fun facts. I mean, I like to think so. <clears throat> All right, Rotten Tomatoes. Eddie, what do you think the critics thought of Max Payne? Oh, they loved it. I think they they probably gave this four and a half out of five stars, um, probably on largely on the strength of his acting, I, I would say, and uh, definitely loved how coherent the story was. Would would be my other note. Yes. So, at a percentage out of a hundred, what uh, what do you, how, how many oh, right, do you think right, gave yeah, a positive right. review? Ooh, man. So what score out of 100 on the tomato meter? I got to go, honestly, eight. <laughs> right around there, I'd say. Eight out of ten? Okay, wait. Uh, uh, <laughs> All right. How about you, babe? Oh, well, I mean, we all know how I feel about this movie now, so I am going to go with my very generous 17%. 
Because he's the closest. It's 15% with the critics. <laughs> wow. But 15, uh, wow. That's higher than I thought it would be in all honesty. Right. Yeah, they were higher than I thought they would be when they fucking <laughs> rated that. Right? What but the hell? Nobody cares about the critics, though. What about yeah, that audience? Did they well, give it I mean, 95%? Yeah, the audience. I think this is going to definitely be one of those other side of the coin things where the audience got it, you know? Sometimes the critics, they look at the technical aspects of it. The audience probably gave it, I don't know, like a, a, a 19? <laughs> is he? I'll see. Uh, I think I'm going to steal Eddie's uh, because I think the, the fans may have played the game and are going to be out, outraged. Outraged. So let's go with the 8%. 29% with the audience. Oh my god. So, yeah. People are so stupid, man. <laughs> so dumb. Yeah. Well, dumb people. Th- there we go. About 20 something percent of people are dumb as fucking like this movie. There you That's go. fair. You know what? That actually makes me feel optimistic. I always thought it was a little uh, bigger than that, but yeah. 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 Uh, the budget was $35 million, so kind of low budget even by 2008 standards mm-hmm. worldwide gross 87.1 so it was a hit well it made a couple bucks <laughs> uh the name of the club is raglan and brock some letters burned out yeah ragnarok okay we all know that shit uh the trailer for max Payne is seen playing on a television in the background in, of ari gold's office in entourage a show produced by mark Wahlberg. so he was proud of this then Apparently, yeah. Uh, uh, by the way, uh, if you would like to hear uh, reviews about episodes of Entourage starring me, uh, check out What Were They Thinking podcast and join their Patreon so you can I listen didn't... to Podtourage. We Too got much. through season one and uh, uh, now it's been about six months since we decided to go to season two. Steve, <laughs> I did not know that you had the starring role in Entourage. That's something. Now I got to watch that. Well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I use my uh, stage... Uh, my stage name, Adrian Grenier. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, let's see. James McCaffrey, the voice of Max Payne in the video game, makes a cameo as the FBI agent that Lieutenant uh, uh, Jim Brabrabra introduces to the real police officer. Holy shit. That's the re- voice of Max Payne. Oh, all right. That's uh, a fun little Easter egg. Yeah. Uh, the main villain of the video game, Nicole Horn plays only a minor role in the feature film. Oh, that's good. Is she the, the pharma lady? I or is that Venus? No, Mia was a, was a Mo, uh, Mona Sachs. <laughs> that's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Great name. Uh, the extra scene after the end credits was supposed to be set, uh, was supposed to set the stage for a sequel, but due to the film's negative reviews, 20th Century Fox <laughs> decided to abandon plans for a sequel. No what? shit. Thanks, IMDb. Good call. No. Uh, but lady, gentlemen, what did we learn from Maximum Pain? <laughs> I assume that's his full name, right? It's not Maxwell. Yeah, Maximum. yeah, it's Maximilian. Maximilian Payne. Um, I mean, I'll go first if you yeah, like. Yeah, please, please. I learned a couple of things. First of all, I learned if your name is Max Payne, prepare for a life of pain. So you probably should just change your name to like Max uh, Happiness would probably be a better thing to to do. Max Cash. Um, Max Cash. Just call me no regrets. Max Packer. That's another good one. Um, I learned that, what was it, 29% of the people in the world are stupid? 
because they uh, reviewed this positively. And I, uh, I also learned that there's a guy who goes by the name of Thinker1691 on Internet Movie Database that gave this thing a fucking 9 out of 10. So I'm going to now have to learn where this person lives and pay them a visit. <laughs> Maybe it's one of those uh, ironic nicknames, Thinker, what, 6910, yeah. whatever it was. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How about you, babe? What did you learn from this? Um, I learned babies explode when you shoot them. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> babies like to play with grenades. Yeah. Hey, I, I stand by, if a baby has a grenade, that grenade's going off at some point. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, I learned uh, the proper way to make somebody look like a junkie committing suicide is to tie them to some weights, throw them in the river, put some drugs in their pocket. I don't know, maybe leave a note saying I totally committed suicide, signed other person. <laughs> hey, just a thought. If you are the junkie and you're going to kill yourself, right? Because mm-hmm. that's what it looks like because you have a weight tied to you. And you've got two doses of a drug on you. You're Wouldn't you take it before you kill yourself? Oh, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're going out. You were going out literally on a high. Hey, yeah, I'm going out on a party. I don't know. That's just me. I don't know. Yeah. I'm gonna take four of them. I'm gonna explode like a fucking baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe that's how they killed the baby. They oh shit, that was it. They gave the baby <laughs> Ask, asking too many questions. Got to make it look like a junkie suicide, and it fucking explodes. <laughs> I guess he's part of the 99%. (laughs) Guys, guys, I know it is. They shot the mom and they're like, holy shit, there's a baby here. And they're like, you know, we haven't tested our drug on babies. We need to do a little research. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, they explode. Okay. Sure, the rats exploded, but what a baby. Hmm. Note to self, children under six months explode when consuming this. It's just like like those COVID trials. (laughs) Oh shit, the dad's coming home. Run! Can't, you can't make it out without exploding a few babies. <laughs> well, Eddie, thank you so much for joining us here on Everything I Learned from Movies. Um, yes, I understand you. you also have a podcast? Yeah, I do. Uh, so I am one of the three hosts of the Bloody Bits Horror Show, where you can listen to us every week. Uh, we usually talk about something horror-related. Uh, we have taken a break off and done a month of action movies before. That's always fun. Uh, this is March, so we're going to be doing a month-long celebration of meta-horror movies. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, oh, man, so much fun. And then like I the think social April... network? Yeah, <laughs> the, the meta. Dude, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking guy. He could be in a horror movie. God damn. Um, so, yeah, it's you called can check The that Circle? <laughs> yeah. Fair. Uh, so yeah, you can check that out at bloodybits.com. We have a Patreon, patreon.com forward slash bloodybits, and you can listen to us on any place that you can listen to podcasts. Absolutely. And check out their blood bank on Patreon too. Was uh, the $10 level, right? $10 a month. Yeah, you get access to over 3,000 weird movies. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's, that's, more yeah. Than, that's more than Hulu, by the way. Yeah, there's a, some uh, some weird and uh, stuff you really can't find anywhere else. Like, for example, all three Carnosaur movies are on there. Oh, and yeah. God bless you, sir. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Those movies are fantastic. Oh, this is so good. So <laughs> stupid. <laughs> uh, babe, are you on social media at all? 
I am. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I'm on all the social medias under Untidy Venus. I also have a Patreon at Untidy Venus. Come join my sticker of the month club or my print of the month club. I have of the month clubs. I post pictures (laughs) of the pets. I post pictures of home improvement projects Steve and I are working on. Uh, Occasionally I post art. (laughs) Um, And then I also have an Etsy shop where I sell my goods and wares at untidyvenus.etsy.com. How about you, Steve? Where can we find you? Well, you can find us uh, on all the major podcatchers under Everything I Learned from Movies, or hit us up direct on Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon at EILF Movies. That's Everything I Learned from, from Movies. movies. Uh, so, yeah, I guess until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And I'm Eddie. So, yeah, bye. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> And this is Everything I Learned from Movies. All right, have a good night, everybody. <laughs> Fucking Max Payne. <laughs> 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 Something so tragic as a slaughterhouse, you press the knife.